Do you ever have those times where things don't seem perfect? <laughs> and so, and so you're like, you, you still, you push through, you try to push through and things just don't seem to be working. Well, we're going to talk about that in this episode. We're starting now. Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. So you want to know what happened about three minutes ago? We recorded an entire podcast episode about professionalism. It was too professional or something. I don't know. I did not like the episode. After we finished, I looked at my wife and I'm like, I didn't like that episode. She's like, yeah, I didn't either. There were a bunch of things. There was a little bit of a misunderstanding in it where she wasn't getting what I was saying. And so I had to elaborate. And then my elaboration... Just made it more confusing. It was horrible. (laughs) So just so you guys know who are listening to this, we, we threw away a full episode because it was not good enough. And Here's that, the gist of it. Don't be too professional. <laughs> don't be too professional. And voila, this episode is fixing that right away. And this episode's done. Done, No, right. just kidding. <laughs> so we were talking about professionalism and how it hindered, especially me, in the very, very beginning. Because I was like using words like we to make it sound like we were huge and, and this and that. And I You think- hid your personality to, to make sure that... It came off super professional. Anything you wrote, it felt like it was from a textbook. Yeah. And, you know, you're not going to compete. You force yourself, firstly, to compete with the big professional organizations. And you get rid of your competitive edge, which is your personality. And I, that's something that I did voluntarily to myself throughout the first few years of the business. And I, I do it every once in a while a little bit. We joke about Professor Chris. Yeah. And I I get a little too professional. And there are times where, you know, even now you'll ask me to review something that you've done. And I'm like, you use a lot of big words. That There is nothing (laughs) I can control about that. Okay. I guess. Your long sentence, big word sentence structure. I don't like it. Grammarly. I have the Grammarly plugin. Anyone who doesn't know, it's a plugin that makes me look smarter than I am. But. They do send me a weekly report, and I apparently have a very large vocabulary, and there's nothing that I that can do about braggy. it. That sounds braggy. It is braggy. Nobody I'm likes not, that. Everyone hates me. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, Michael braggy Scott? Braggy professional. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> so anyways. But yeah, so professionalism, it, it, I think it messes with a lot of people when they're starting an online business. And I also think that perfectionism is another issue that people have. That's my problem. It's a problem that I have too. And it, it's probably the episode that we just threw away. Probably. I mean, I know it had some good value in it, but it just didn't feel good enough. And so we let our perfectionism win on that one. But if you let perfectionism like prevent you from delivering like, or use it as an excuse, which I know I've done. And I think everyone does. But you think, oh, no, it wasn't good it's, enough. It's not right. It's not. It's I not, can't launch this product yet because it's. Yeah. So, and I, I think perfectionism could be kind of a sub 
subset of professionalism. Like you're like, I, it has to be professional. It has to be perfectly professional. And yeah, yeah. I just don't want to do any of that. <laughs> this episode's already so much better than the last one. <laughs> I know. And so, so much sloppier. <laughs> it's so much sloppier. Yeah, it is. But yeah, it, it, it makes a big difference though. When you, you let your personality come through in the work that you do. I think it, it just, it helps make, your audience connect with you better. It makes your work feel more natural and it definitely allows more creativity. Yeah. I mean, there was a great story from, um, I forget her name, but she was launching a product and she was trying to record a sales video. Mm -hmm. And so she's got the camera out and recording a sales video can take a lot of effort, right? You know, you get your lighting in place, you know, you firstly, you find where you want to record at. Assuming that you've got like a nice place or you spend like (laughs) weeks trying to hang up backdrops and putting on stick on wallpaper, ask us, ask us how we know, but, and you have to write the script or figure out all of your talking points and then you get the camera on lights on and you're ready Ready. to go. Except if you have kids and which we certainly understand with our five. Yeah. To put it in the words of Jim Gaffigan, it's like we left a can of peanut butter out (laughs) or a jar, whatever (laughs) I eat canned peanut butter. I do what I want. (laughs) So anyways, um, yeah. So she, she's trying to record the sales video and her, her kid is just constantly like tugging at her and making sounds and requests. So she has to keep restarting it. Has to keep restarting it because she wants a professional sales video. She's launching a product. And so she finally gets tired of trying to like pretend that her life isn't her life and decides, (laughs) whatever I'm going to pick up the, I'm going to embrace this situation. She picks up the kid, puts uh, the child on her hip and is just kind of bouncing her like a parent does And records her entire sales video while holding the child that's like grabbing and pulling at her hair and stuff. And, you know, it probably looked extraordinarily unprofessional. But she said it ended up being one of her most successful sales videos. Really? Yes. She said um, it went it went viral as far as a sales video can go viral. Right. Like it it wasn't like, you know, Charlie bit my finger or something like that viral. I mean, sales videos, I think Vince from... Slap chop. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's a viral sales video. But she said that the video did really, really well. She got tons of sales. And it was just because she embraced the chaos that is her the life of her as a parent. And um, I think that there are a lot of situations where we allow our professionalism or our perfectionism to hold us back from delivering on what we need to do. And it would have been so much easier for her to go, you know what? Fine. I'm just going to close up shop for the day. Wait till all the kids go to bed and then do our work. <laughs> oh my goodness. So many times. And um, so it was, it was really interesting to hear that example. And I mean, f- from my example in the very beginning of our business, I went into the finance niche, which was a terrible decision. Yeah. And I, not only did I go into the finance niche, but I decided that I was going to go into the uh, finance niche and I was going to be professional about it. And so that then left the only competition left for me were like Forbes and Wall Street Journal and, you know, CNN money, (laughs) which uh, 
a 20-something college student, you know, you were certainly going to compete against I was, them. I was ready to go against the You're biggest... like, I got my laptop. I'm sitting here in, in class. I can do this. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, they can turn out, like, hundreds of stories a day. I was able to do three a week. And it was just a bad decision all around. And I watered my site down trying to just be professional and provide, like, very, very general information that you could probably... For each article that I had on my site, you could have probably found hundreds, if not thousands of it on all these other sites. And and of course, the way you wrote was your professor, Chris. Yeah, it was just me being, you know, I was writing under a pen name. I understand this material, so let me talk to you about this material. I'm going to go over it very informatively. Yeah, and it ju- it was just sanitized of all personality, and there was no way it would have succeeded. Not not like that. And you're full of personality. I promise. I I, <laughs> I know. I think it was like twelve years of working at the bank, and then trying to you know portray myself professionally online. You know, it's just you have all those expectations, and so uh, it, it was one of those. I, I love joking. I love being dorky and. Yeah, it's just it is ingrained in me, even if it doesn't sound like that. Like, <laughs> it's why it's why this podcast works really well when it's both of us because I'm certainly unprofessional. <laughs> yeah, you, you help bring out my unprofessionalism. <laughs> I, I do the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, and I, especially when I'm doing something new, I can go into like professor mode. It's like it's like my defense. It's like my safety blanket. And so when I was doing the live streams, like the first few live streams, I was definitely going Professor Chris and you had to like kind of help get me out of that. And um, look too serious and too like, I don't know, stuffy. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Stuffy. (laughs) I know. All I think of is a blue dragon from Doc McStuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's that was what I was thinking, too. (laughs) A blue stuffed animal from Doc McStuffins. Oh, goodness. Professional. Mm-hmm. But just don't let your professionalism, like, embrace as much as you need to, right? Like, lawyers don't have a choice. You, you have you have to be kind of professional to be an attorney. But. Unless you're Raymond Reddington. Unless, well, yeah. Was he an attorney? Well, he was his own attorney. Yeah, he was. He was a great attorney. But. Embrace the professionalism as much as you need to, but don't let it sanitize your personality. And um, most people aren't attorneys. Most people aren't judges. So there's plenty of room for personality. And all of the successful blogs, all of the most successful blogs and social media personalities and whatnot, they all have their things. They have their quirks and their sayings and their the way they do things and they, they're all putting themselves out there with their personalities. If everyone is out there just being robotic, it would be a really, really boring place. Yeah. I, I imagine, like, we've kind of used those, like, YouTube makeup tutorial videos as like, examples in various podcasts that we've done. And it's like, could you imagine one of those, like, where literally a woman is just putting makeup on and saying, I'm going to put this on very evenly right now. This has a gray hue. I am applying it to my eyes. Like, they're usually people with personality. It it just, it makes it, like, interesting and engaging. Yeah. So, just 
don't be overly professional. Don't be a perfectionist. It's going to prevent you from actually delivering. Firstly, it'll prevent you from delivering anything. But even what you do deliver is going to be kind of boring. And then you're going to want to delete it, right? And then you're going to want to delete it as soon as you're done and start all over again. Ask us how we know. Right. (laughs) Anyways, take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.